0: Thank you for listening once again to this episode of Relentless in God. When in this new season, we're going to talk about the fruit of rejection and why not knowing about it can stop us from having a free life. So stay tuned for this next episode. You might be asking yourself, Julie, why did you chose that topic of rejection? In this case, the season it is called the fruit of rejection. However, that word rejection, although I have heard about it before, it did not make um, any sense up until this past couple of months when I went through something that, like, it got me to the point like, okay, I gotta search about rejection. And it was my healing journey um, so for me sharing this part of my testimony it is so important because i do know a lot of people are struggling with this and they don't even know what they're dealing with um, so i'm going to share a little bit of bible verses a little bit of information and part of my testimony in this next episode and i'm going to bring people that have gone through it and how god has helped them To go through the season of rejection or how to deal with it, like different tools to help you deal with rejection. So I look for the information and the definition of rejection, and it says in the medical field, it is mental health refers to the feeling of shame, sadness, some or someone that has pushed you away, and I do know there must be a place in your life when somebody rejected you or you felt rejected and maybe the person did not even meant to reject you but you feel at that moment rejected and when the bible talks about rejection it says in john 15 18 i always use the amplified version because i think it's like way easier for me so it says if the world hates you and it does no. That it has hated me before it hated you. God is so amazing when God provides the Bible for us. And the Bible, like I always said, is testimonies. That's why I always believe that you should never hold your testimony. Because you don't know who can help sharing part of, uh, of that season of your life. God... Jesus when Jesus came into the world, he was rejected so he can speak about how rejection feels and we don't even notice sometimes we even reject God when we don't want to receive his love, when we don't want to surrender. It's like God, I don't trust you I'm not gonna surrender because I want to do things on my own and God is so so love that he does not condemn us like he's looking at us like, okay, you want to try it on your own, just try it on your own when you get tired of trying on your own come to me. I will receive you. I will not reject you. And I look another verse in the Bible in second Corinthians 12, nine, again, A and P. And it says, but he has said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My love and kindness and my mercy and more than enough, always available. And I know I shared this Bible verse in one of the other episodes, the one that it says I need mercy, but it, it comes together. It's like a chain. It comes together with it. Always available. Regardless of the situation. For my power has been perfected. My power has been perfected. Like listen to that word. Like it's so important. And it's completed. I chose itself most efficiently. In your weakness. Like his power works through your weakness. therefore, I will, I will be more than gladly boosted in my weakness so that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. I don't know if you have ever suffered from trying to do everything perfectly or trying to think like, God, if I fail you, oh God, you're going to reject me. Or maybe we don't even think about the word reject rejection we think about you god you're gonna be ashamed of me and if you look through one of the first things i said about the definition of rejection it says shame like god is not gonna be ashamed of you god knows you regardless of what you do and he knows the intentions of your heart so with that being said is it doesn't matter how many times you fail him He's not going to feel ashamed of you. He's not going to reject you. He's going to love you anyways. Why I chose rejection. So to give you a little bit of introduction, why I chose this topic of rejection. When I started my healing journey, I was going out with somebody on and off. And that word came a lot like rejection. I feel rejected. I don't I don't feel like he's doing this. So I was feeling rejected constantly. And it never crossed my mind to take a second and ask myself why I feel rejected for things that most of the people don't feel rejected. I started going to therapy and when we started working, she said, Jureli, you're telling me this, but we have to work from your childhood. We have to figure it out what happened in your childhood that is making you feel this way. So we started waking up all those things with therapy in MDR and little that I know is that I was feeling rejected for little things because I was being rejected by somebody that I loved when I was a little girl. And maybe the person did not did it with any intentions whatsoever, but you got to keep in mind that people treat you and they will talk from what they have in their heart. So, since that person in this case, it was my father, and I'm not here neither to talk about bad about him, my father is amazing, and I do know he loved me very much. However, he didn't have the tools that I have right now, maybe to deal with that, he never did it with the intentions of rejecting me so of course, as a father figure, I was gonna feel every male that said something to me, I was gonna feel that sense of rejection. And I grew up with that wound, and she started waking up all those things. And I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. I remember saying to God, may God. Okay, so I want to work with things that I don't, I can't see. They're they're really deep, like roots. I need you to show me what I need to deal with. What are things that my family have dealt with years that I'm completely unaware? I want to start working with that because I do know if I work with that. I'm breaking it and my kids are not going to go through it because I'm not going to pass that on to them. That's one of the main reasons why I started going to my healing journey, because I had a lot of things from my childhood that I felt uncomfortable that I wanted to work on them, but I didn't know I had to go deeper on the roots of them. So moving forward, um, when we started searching, I I bought a book. The, w- the book is called Rejection. That book was an open mind to me in every sense of the way. Like the best book that I have ever read. It is, I think, only 85 pages. But she shared her testimony. But she puts the words of the, she puts Bible verses. She puts a lot of stuff on it. And that helped me like wake up Okay, Julie. So you thought all of these behaviors that you have and that society calls they are good, they're toxic, and they are fruit of rejection. So when I was started reading the book, I started doing fasting for 40 days. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was not easy. God started showing me a lot of things. And even some things that were hiding from my childhood that were happening in my house, God put it into the surface. Not to harm me, not to do something bad to me, but for me to be aware what I needed to fight with and what I needed to fight for my kids so they don't struggle with that part. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples of fruit of rejection and how I find out I had all of that in my healing journey. So aggressive reaction. I was constantly being defensive, especially with boys. And I will not say I'm 100% out of it, But I'm not even 100. I'm like, I will say I'm working on it still. But I'm not where I used to be. So every time a guy came close to me, I will put my walls up like really high. Like don't get in close to me. Don't get in contact with me. And I used to go into relationships. And for some reason, I was so hard on myself sometimes because i didn't want them to see my weakness or i couldn't be vulnerable i wanted them to see this person like okay i'm independent i'm this and that so it was a lot when it came to relationship and that's another reason why i started my healing journey because i noticed i was having a lot of things that they were not healthy at all and i was harsh really harsh on myself really harsh to others I was argumentative. Does that sound familiar to you? Like people think being argumentative is something good. But when you tend to do that and you don't know how to hold your tongue, it's not that you are not going to prove your point or show your point. Like don't don't confuse it. But when you start coming argumentative, it's like you want to be right all the time. And that is not right. Because even the Bible says in Proverbs that many times the person that is not that wise when doesn't say nothing becomes a wise person so i'm paraphrasing i'm not saying it in the right way but i do know that is in proverbs stubbornness oh lord my mom used to say that to me completely when i was a little girl really you're so stubborn like you don't listen you want to do things your way but nobody knew they like that was a root of rejection that was my defense mechanism like no i know everything i'm not gonna learn from nobody not because i was trying to be bad but i was having reactions for things that i was completely unaware that i suffer self-rejection symptoms low self-image so people have a misconception of high self-esteem and low self-image why I remember everybody saying, "Julie, how can you be like this? How can you find this boat? How can you be in this type of toxic relationship if you're pretty? One thing that I learned about this healing journey is for you to be confident, you do not need to be pretty or you don't need to be perfect. One thing does not go with the other one. Like, no, I was pretty as I could be and everybody saw me that way, but I was feeling like I was not pretty enough. Like I was not worth it enough for people because i had a wound of rejection so i was even rejecting the lord because i was rejected by my natural father when i was a little girl and when we do that we tend to think that and tend to think and compare god to the love of guys or of somebody that hurt you a past relationship or maybe your daddy or maybe your boss somebody like that and we tend to compare God with that and we act like God is that person um, another self-rejection symptoms is anxiety insecurity pessimism I have never suffered from pessimism I am not like that I think I'm right the opposite anxiety yes Insecurity, put it to 200 I will say Measure to counter fear of rejection. So striving achievements. I'm going to speak about these things that I'm talking to you guys more in depth in the next episode. But I'm just giving you a preview of what you guys are going to hear for the next episode. Strive achievements is when you think you are going to be loved more through your performance. So that was me. This is funny because everything happened in a couple of months when I went through my healing journey, I was like on the Bible constantly. I was reading the Bible, reading books, like doing fasting, praying. Uh, I stepped out of sin of things that I was not doing right. And I'm like, okay, God, now you're going to love me more. You're going to be proud of me, blah, 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 blah. And what I did not know, it is that God's love It is not based on our performance. God does not care if you have straight A's. God does not care if you have a perfect body. God does not care if you're perfect. You're never going to be perfect. But we are loved by a perfect God, but he's not asking us for perfection. So I was constantly striving for achievements. Like, okay, I need to do this right. Don't take me wrong. I'm not saying that you are not going to give your 100% in things. Do your best, but do not base your value towards your achievements does not mean because you fail once you're not worth it you are worth it to God does not matter how many times you fail does not matter how many times you sin he loves you anyway and that's something that I had to learn because literally when I started to surrender at that moment of my life that I was starting my business that's when God said okay Julie you you decided to give me everything and you decided to surrender so I'm gonna step up I don't love you more because you're fasting. And it does not mean that you don't have to fast. You have to do it. That's a way of life. But I don't love you more because you do that. I love you anyways. Like your love is not based on neither of those things of achievements or maybe having a title or having something. So independence, I'm not going to talk too much about it because I just want to bring this episode specifically for independence, which people think is good. But be mindful, being ultra independent can have a lot of things over there too. Isolation. Oh, Lord, I did not even know that that was part of rejection. I grew up being a loner. I didn't like to join nobody. I I hated it and it Gave me a lot of anxiety to be surrounded by a lot of people. Why? Because I didn't want to make a mistake. I didn't want them to see me like, oh my gosh, she's like this. Like, I didn't want them to see my weakness. Because if they see my weakness, they're not going to like me. Does that sound familiar to you? Have you ever not gone to a place because you don't want to feel rejected? And I think once you know the love of God is not conditioned through neither of those things, you can achieve a good and healthy self-esteem and does not matter who likes you or not you're gonna feel good but you have to learn that through healing and looking for information and always asking the lord god show me how much you love me every day like you're my daddy that's the kind of relationship at least i have with god i'm sorry (laughs) that's the way i like it so pride oh my god I have heard a lot of people, oh, that person is so pride. Yeah, I remember when I was in eighth grade, they were describing everybody. And for some reason, this person said, how can you say this person is like this? And she said it in Spanish. And she was looking for the translation in English. And the teacher, I remember, said, um, so it's called pride. And if I go back to that child at that moment, I didn't feel like I was prideful. I was trying to protect myself from being hurt and That's why we need to ask God sometimes instead of judging people, God, can you show me a little bit more so I can help that person? Because the person sometimes asks for what they know and for things that are completely unaware, that's the way they're protecting themselves. That's a defense mechanism. Egoism. I don't think I have that. Oh, but competition mm-hmm, yes, being competitive and always wanting to win, I don't think there is nothing wrong with competing, but when you I have seen people that when they lose, they get really sad, they get defensive, they they get aggressive. So watch out for those things because sometimes it hides a little bit a little third things are a little bit more into the root of that. Self oh my god, let me breathe in this one <laughs> Self justification yeah so if you put the word humble and pride um you know there are two different things right so they're water and oil so when you constantly try to defend yourself even though maybe you're right but sometimes that is called pride sometimes you just have to die to your flesh and even though you're right you have to humble yourself down and let the other person win you know Um. yeah I was that kind of a person I just justify everything and I have learned really sometimes you have to shut your mouth like let them let them be right and at the end of the road is your own peace of mind it feels good when you start practicing it at the beginning I will not deny it's kind of hard but yeah so one thing that I have learned in this healing journey it is that God love is like I said is not based on our performance we are accepted by him and loved by him the way we see god it talks a lot about or past rejection wounds past traumas why i'm saying this i remember when in one o- in the summer things were not going my way and i remember doing a pity party and i was so angry like screaming and I remember saying to God, God, why are you doing this to me? I just don't get it. I like, why can you do something to to deliver me from this? Like I just do not understand why are you doing this to me? I remember crying for hours and crying for days. And when God started showing me, really, I'm not doing nothing wrong to you. I love you and have not stopped loving you. But you think I am your past husband that wasn't faithful to you. You think I am your friend that lied to you or uh, made a mistake, which we are all humans. I'm not talking bad about nobody over here. Don't take me wrong. But I used to compare God to the people that hurt me in my past. And when I started reading the Bible and God started giving me verses... I started understanding that I was comparing God to man that God was never gonna do something to hurt me he will never do something to forsake me neither he rejects me he loves me dearly and he will never do nothing to harm me or to hurt me and if somebody does not accept me has nothing to do with me like if you don't like me that's your problem like okay God accepts me God loves me and That's one of the things that I want to be able to share in this season. How little things can block blessings. How can little things... Don't let you receive the love of God the way God wants to love you. Like he wants to pamper you. He wants to give you the desires of your heart. But sometimes God doesn't give you something not because he doesn't love you. It's because he he has been on the future. So he knows what's going to happen. Maybe it's not that he doesn't want to give it to you. Maybe you're not prepared to receive it yet. Maybe you need to mature a little bit more. Maybe you need to have a little bit more endurance for you to be able to accept that so that's one of the things that i had i used to struggle a lot with being patient, and i had to learn in this season that i i needed to learn how to be patient and trust god and i think this part is so important the part of trusting the lord but resting and resting does not mean that you are not going to do nothing does not mean that you're not going to pray or that you're not gonna seek him resting, it is not, it is more of not overthinking things like letting God okay, God, I'm giving this to you. I surrender. I'm not gonna, I did everything that I could, I'm not gonna put my hands on it. I'm gonna thank you for whatever outcomes your will will be done. So, I want to help you guys, and I want to be able to help you guys with sharing part of my testimony as we put this into episodes with different things and next episode which i struggled with that for years and I, w- I kept repeating it for so many years um i'm independent i'm an independent woman how can you being ultra independent can be a trauma from your childhood so i hope you enjoyed this episode if you have any suggestions or any topics specifically that you want me to talk about i am open for suggestions the only thing i want to do is share part of my testimony and be able to be a blessing for you guys in this new season of rejection how god wants to show you his love but how how can you let god be able to perform the way god wants to perform with you by receiving his love And understanding that he loves you, he will never reject you, he will never do nothing to harm you, and he is not like man. He receives you, doesn't matter what you do, if you feel at your lowest, he does not judge you. Like, I have gotten to the point sometimes that I said, God, you know what, I don't want to do this today. Like, I don't feel like I want to do this or do that, like, I don't feel like to, but if you want me to, just give me the grace. I walk by grace so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i'm excited to be able to share it in the next episode ultra independence that's one of the fruit of projections. so guys stay tuned and you can find me too in instagram through relentless in god or my name jorely negron Underscore relentless, and I will be happy. If you have any questions or doubts, you can contact me directly, and I will be happy to assist you. Thank you for listening once again to Relentless in God. So remember always: if this episode was helpful for you, and you want to share with somebody, please do so. I will be happy if somebody it is free from the fear of rejection, root of rejection. Fruit of rejection, you name it. So stay tuned for the next episode. See you guys next time.